Welcome to The Phonetic. My name is Jake Fisher. I'm a writer at Sports Illustrated. I'm very excited to present to you today the audiobook version of my SI.com story detailing the boon of seven-foot centers launching three-pointers in the NBA. I moved to New York City in the beginning of November and covering a bunch of Brooklyn Nets games, I was struck at the sheer number of three-point attempts that both of the Nets' seven-foot centers, Brooke Lopez and Justin Hamilton, were repeatedly launching night after night after night. I took a look inside the numbers, and there's a pretty incredible trend going on league-wide, not just in the Barclays Center. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe to the Phonetic Feed on iTunes and on SoundCloud to continue listening to all my written work in audio form. This is our sixth episode. You can go in and check out the previous five. And please subscribe to get the next one. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you enjoy. As the ball ripped through the net, Marcus Gasol began to dance. Or was it more of a strut? He wiggled his arms like the Bernie puffing his chest and jutting his jaw as the Staples Center scoreboard announced Memphis Grizzlies 111, Los Angeles Clippers 107. Gasol's game-sealing left-corner three-pointer snapped the Clippers' seven-game winning streak. Imitating MMA superstar Conor McGregor's signature walk was more than appropriate. The game clincher was Gasol's fourth triple on the evening two more than he converted in the entirety of the 2015-16 season. Through his first 13 games this year, the 7'1 center has attempted 45 shots from beyond the three-point line, just 16 shy of his eight-year career total prior to this current campaign. The big Spaniard is far from alone. Prior to this year, only nine 7-foot centers have ever attempted more than 100 three-pointers in a single season, according to Basketball Reference. Arvidas Sabonis, Wang Zizi, Andrea Bargiani, Spencer Hawes, Byron Mullins, Myers Leonard, Donatus Montiunis, Frank Kaminsky, and Kristaps Przingis. Our previously unthinkable nine seven-foot centers are on pace to easily eclipse that 100 total three-point attempt mark this season alone. Hawes, Leonard, Przingis, and Kaminsky once again, as well as five newcomers in Gasol, Brooke Lopez, Justin Hamilton, Carl Anthony Towns, and Joel Embiid. A tenth, Gasol's older brother, Pal, is tantalizingly on the cusp of joining the rare ranks of gigantic sharpshooters too. I apologize to absolutely nobody, Gasol tweeted the morning after his game-winning splash. As perimeter creativity, length, and athleticism permeated the NBA, the basketball community incorrectly concluded the center position was growing obsolete. The parameters of the position were merely evolving. A premium of shooting and versatility didn't terminate the position. As the league's 2012 change in all-star balloting suggested, it merely sparked an adaptation to the modern confines of NBA offense. Leonard implemented his long-range sniping more as a matter of survival. The Trailblazers' frontcourt already featured Robin Lopez, Chris Kamen, and Joel Freeland, complimenting LaMarcus Aldridge during Leonard's fateful third NBA season in 2014-15. Essentially, I fell behind in the rotation, um, so I had to find a way to expand my game. 
Portland's coaching staff and front office previously identified Leonard's mid-range shooting ability during his career at Illinois. His already fluid shooting mechanics converted 5 of 15 attempts between 17 feet and the three-point line during his final collegiate season for Synergy Sports. Then Blazers assistant Kim Hughes began molding Leonard into just the 7th 7-foot center to hoist 100 single-season three-point attempts in NBA history. Under Hughes' instruction, Leonard lofted three after three for 30 minutes to an hour before and after each Blazers practice. The project even continued during team off days. Initially, it was all, you know, kind of spot up, space the floor. Now it's, you know, picking pops, playing off different actions. So uh, I just, uh, it's just becoming a, uh, a good weapon for me. And, and, you know, I just continue to work on it. Portland publicly debuted its experiment on December 22nd that season as Leonard launched seven three-pointers in 31 minutes while starting in the place of an ill Aldridge. He averaged 2.0 three-point attempts through the entire 2014-15 campaign, connecting on 42.0% of his 112 tries, and drained 10 of his 13 three-point looks during the Blazers' five-game first-round playoffs loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. Following Aldridge's departure for San Antonio during that subsequent offseason, Leonard's floor spacing became as integral a facet of Portland's offensive identity as Damian Lillard's and C.J. McCollum's dynamic isolations. Well, it spaces the court. You know, the one thing is being a threat out there really helps other players. Whether he makes a three or not, just the threat of a three-point shooter out there opens up the court for our penetrators, for Dame and C.J. and, and other guys to uh, get to the basket. That's Blazers head coach Terry Stotts. It affects how, how you guard players, especially in pick-and-roll situations. Transition threes, he's, uh, we have to respect it. I think the one thing is that uh, we can't view it as just an anomaly. Stotts first witnessed the gravitational pull a 7-foot 3-point shooter can induce upon opposing defenses as an assistant coach with the Dallas Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki revolutionized the power forward position disqualifying him from this study of long-range bombing seven-foot centers by stretching opposing defenses until they snapped. Take it from Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. Simple shooting threes, but Jerk, I think, I think he deserves credit for defining what a stretch four can do. The Mavericks drafted seven-foot center A.J. Hammonds out of Purdue with the 46th overall pick in this past June's draft. His individual workouts incorporate a slew of three-point looks from around the arc. Big guys are shooting more threes. You know, it's, look, the game's been going this direction for, for, some, for some years now. So That's Dallas head coach Rick Carlisle. It's, you know, I'm not shocked um, by it. Um, we drafted a, a seven-footer out of Purdue, and all he wants to do is shoot threes, too. I mean, um, and look, these guys are... You know, a lot of these guys are, are very skilled, and if it's something that they can do, you know, why not let them do it? Because five men generally get open for long shots, and if the flick of the wrist can get you three points, and grinding in the post against two or three helpers can only get you two, then you do the math. Nowitzki exchanged cell phone numbers with Przingis last fall inviting the young Latvian to dinner and a training session in Dallas during a future summer. Scheduling conflicts prevented the epic collaboration this past offseason, 
although Nowitzki hopes to espouse his knowledge in 2017. What kind of helped me was around the time I came in when the, the league sort of changed the rules and it went, went away from the 18-second back downs. And, uh, they put the zone in and, you know, they, they put the hand check rule in. So I think some of the rule changes really played into my game and that helped me flourish more and more after my first couple of years. And, uh, and the rest uh, kind of worked from there. But, uh, yeah, you know, all the, all Europeans usually come over and let our talk and now can... can play face-up game, can move, play a team game, can shoot, and it's been fun to watch. But there are a lot of American big men shooting threes right now, too. Does that make you feel like yeah, you're going to that? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I guess that's, that's, that's a new game. You know, three points is more than two, so sometimes you give up a two and try to shoot a three on the other end, and uh, that's, that's just how the game has developed. You know, the game always uh, goes uh, goes in different directions, and uh, you know, like I said, when I first got in the, in the league in the '90s, it was a lot of ISO ball, it was a lot of pounding the ball, and now it's it's, it's a beautiful to watch. You know, it's just a lot of movement, a lot of screen aways, a lot of pick and rolls, a lot of rolls, a lot of shooting. The game has been faster, and uh, it's been it's been fun to watch. Minnesota head coach Tom Thibodeau has re-engineered the Timberwolves' offensive attack in the construct of those rule changes Nowitzki alluded to. By eliminating hand-checking, the NBA has sequentially created a premium on opening gaping floor space for aggressive moves towards the rim by stretching opposing defenses to the outer limits of the hardwood. The Wolves have chucked 23.73s per game during the first 13 contests of Thibodeau's inaugural season in Minnesota, a sizable uptick from the 16.4 triples the team nightly attempted a year ago under Sam Mitchell. Towns is hoisting 3.9 attempts per contest of his own. Thibodeau told SI.com, Minnesota will make the 6'11 Gorgie Jang's migration to the three-point line an off-season priority. He's already an 18-foot jumper, Savant. Sixers rookie center Joel Embiid is already badgering opposing defenses from the perimeter this season. After sprouting to 7'2 during his two years of rehab, the runaway rookie of the year favorite ranks second in the league at 50% in three-point percentage among players who have attempted more than 20 shots beyond the arc, according to NBA.com. After Embiid sank all four of his three-point attempts in a November 5th game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, he told reporters, if they leave me open, I'm going to shoot it. When he's not confidently rising up and connecting from distance, the 22-year-old Embiid has used an array of ball fakes and hesitation dribbles to befuddle defenders as well, previewing the next stage of the modern center's evolution. I mean, listen to what Brett Brown said later that November 5th evening too. Speaking of Embiid, he has an unusual skill as a five-man that we have to use from time to time. That balance of what he can do is the holy grail. 
Brooklyn Nets rookie head coach Kenny Atkinson initially oversaw the 6'10 Al Horford's progression to the perimeter during his four years as an Atlanta Hawks assistant. Now amidst his first year in charge of the Nets, Atkinson has given the green light to his team's two 7-foot centers, Brooke Lopez and Justin Hamilton, to tee off from deep. Well, I, I think it gives us more space to play on offense. Um, again, I, I, we keep saying we want variety in our offense, so that's part of it. It's, not the, it's definitely not the whole piece, but, you know, um, and, and I think a good offense, you're, you're, you're taking what the defense gives you. So if they're, they're popping and they're open, they have the freedom to shoot it. Um, but um, I think it's part of basketball today. It's part of the NBA. Um, we embrace it. We encourage it. And again, as long as they're open shots and in rhythm and, 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 and good shots. Lopez and Hamilton have even shared the floor together for 25 minutes this season. The Nets' offense has converted 44% of its three-point tries during that span. Lopez loves it. It's just work, you know. It's, well, that's how you get better at anything, you know, just practice. And so that's something I've been working on a lot this summer. And I feel I've always been able to do is just the, the staff and my teammates have confidence in me doing it. It was collaborative, you know. Like I said, I've always had confidence in it. It's just, it's just, you know, the, the situation presented itself in that way. And, you know, we just uh, look to take advantage of it. Experts like Atlanta Hawks shooting coach Ben Sullivan knew Lopez could easily step beyond the arc. You can see him when he's warming up. You know, he could shoot, no problem. The three-point specialist behemoths of today all exhibited smooth shooting mechanics and a foundation for perimeter success in years prior. Modernized basketball theology has simply now rendered the previously insane concept as commonplace. 90% of it was just practice. The remaining 10%? Constructing a strong base below the waist, but not necessarily a leaping jump often affiliated with the premier wing sharpshooters doesn't have as much to do with jumping as it does to generate power because you shoot a free throw without jumping but you use your legs it's not just all arm when you shoot a free throw and it's similar like jump height doesn't have as much to do with being able to generate power as it does with using your legs to transfer the force from the ground all the way out through your release the league's 30 teams are once again on pace to set a new nba record for three-point attempts per game this season continuing the yearly trend that emerged following the 2011 lockout. It was only a matter of time before the game's tallest participants joined the party, and we won't hear any apologies for their tardiness.